Today is November the 14th. Today, we'll see Judah and Israel move from friends to enemies. Today, as we read through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read 2 Kings chapter 12 to 14. Now, in chapter 12, we pick up the story in Judah where Joash is the new king. Now, if you remember, Joash was one of the children of Athaliah. Athaliah tried to kill all of her own children so that she could be the queen over all of Israel. But her sister hid away her youngest child, Joash, when he was one year old. He was raised in the temple until he was about seven when the high priest brought him out, declared him king, and Athaliah was uh, displaced. Uh, king Joash was a good king. Maybe because of his upbringing in the temple, he wants to repair the temple. The temple had fallen into apparently a state of uh, disrepair. Uh, he is displeased when the repair of the temple delays. And uh, near the middle of the chapter, he sets up some accountability measures. Uh, scripture actually says that it was a, uh, the, the treasurer of the temple, a priest and a court official would count the money together. The money would be given directly to the workman who then went about repairing the temple. And in that way, the Lord's temple was repaired, um, in a short period of time. Now, at the end of chapter 12, it is King Hazel of Aram, or Syria, who uh, attacks Gath and then turns his attention on Judah. King Joash uh, bribes him. He, he uh, takes all of the gold from the temple, all the gold from his own palace, sends it to him and says, uh, if I give you this, please don't attack us. And he agrees. He doesn't attack. And uh, Judah survives this attack. But apparently he incurred the wrath of some of his advisors. And two of them, they're actually named here, assassinate him. The two advisors, if you look into their background, they were apparently not from the tribe of Judah. They may have indeed been from uh, some of the nations that he had previously attacked and conquered. Chapter 13, we flip to uh, Israel. Uh, Jehoahaz rules. He is not a good guy. Uh, he dies, and his son Jehoash rules in Israel. Now, if you'll notice, Jehoash is an alternate spelling of the name of Joash, king of Judah. The king of Israel is named after the king of Judah. These were friends. It's not just in this case, but even before this time, uh, they shared names of their children. Jehoash begins ruling in uh, Judah, and uh, he... <laughs> He comes to Elisha, and uh, he he asks if uh, 
Aram, or Syria, King Hazael, will uh, defeat Samaria. Elisha hands him a bow and arrow, and he says, hit the ground with this, and uh, King Jehoash hits the ground three times. Elisha says, you fool. If you had hit the ground seven or eight times, you would have totally defeated uh, King Hazael. As it is, you hit the ground three times, you will have three victories over Hazael. Then Elisha dies. Um, King Hazael does attack, and uh, as as he attacks, um, King Jehoaz has three victories over him. So Hazael goes back to Syria, back to Damascus, and uh, gives up the war. There he dies, and his son, whose name is Tiglath-Pileser, carries on the war and the efforts to conquer territory. Chapter 14, we flip back to Judah. Amaziah is now ruling in Judah. And um, Amaziah... Uh, uh, looks to the east and sees that Edom in the east has taken over several of the uh, cities that Judah used to have there. And so he uh, decides to fight against Edom. Uh, In verse 7, it simply says that King Amaziah killed 10,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt, and he took back those cities. Then the next verse says King Amaziah sent messengers with this challenge to Israel's King Jehoash, the son of Jehoahaz, grandson of Jehu, come and meet me in battle. Now in 2 Kings, this comes out of the blue, but we get a fuller story in 2 Chronicles. In 2 Chronicles chapter 25. We have this story explained in a little bit more detail. Verse 5 tells us that when Amaziah organized for the fight against Edom, he took a census. He found that he had 300,000 troops. So he hired 100,000 Israelites to go with him. Um, After he did that, a prophet came to Amaziah and said, uh, don't take the Israelites to battle. If you take them, you'll be defeated. God will give you victory with your own army, with the 300,000 from Judah. Amaziah said, what about the gold that I paid them? The prophet said, who cares? Uh, God will give you much more than that in this victory. So Amaziah dismisses the army of Israel. Now, the army of Israel is angry because they'd been paid to go to battle, and uh, now they've been dismissed just over the word of a prophet. In 2 Chronicles 25, 13, the hired troops that Amaziah had sent home raided several of the towns of Judah between Samaria and Beth Horon. They killed 3,000 people and carried off great quantities of plunder. That is why Amaziah went 
to uh, Jehoash and uh, challenges him to war. Jehoash comes out to meet him, and Jehoash has the better of Amaziah. Um, he defeats him, and uh, he actually uh, captures King Amaziah and uh, carries him back to uh, Samaria. Um, he then goes on to Jerusalem, and he, he demolishes about 600 feet of uh, Jerusalem's wall. King Amaziah, uh, his son, reigned in his place, and uh, his son's name was was uh, Uzziah. We'll see more about him tomorrow. Uh, King Amaziah escaped, but on the way home, before he could get to Jerusalem, assassins caught up to him and uh, killed him. Um, at the end of chapter 14, Jeroboam II, son of Jehoash, began to rule. Now, he ruled for 41 years. He had a very, very long rule. It's interesting how quickly these two nations went from friendship to uh, enemies meeting together in war and destroying each other. In your life, be careful with your friends. Um, don't turn them into enemies easily. It might not go well for you. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll see why it's so important to play the long game. <laughs>